Hey, hey, this is Entry 22. Today is November 6th. I had to jump on here. I know you guys know that that's a phrase that I say a lot, but seriously, I had to jump on here because we're going to talk about carbohydrates. We're going to talk about being fat adapted. We are going to talk about these things. And I'm excited to talk about this because it's also about healthy boundaries with food and also allowing yourself to have certain things if you feel like you have those healthy boundaries. So if you remember, I said how um, I, you know, hung out with my friends, like for like the autumn kind of season and that it was great and that I ate carbohydrates and that was great. And I also ate with my coworkers the day before and I was talking about how, if you guys don't know that entry, I was basically saying that if you do decide to eat carbohydrates, just make sure the next day you go back to how you previously ate because there's something about if you do that different thing more than one day, your body's going to be like, okay, so this is what you're doing now. So I'm going to store this, you know? So all that to say is if I were to eat carbohydrates, I'm not going to do the same thing the next day. It's good to change it up. It's good to have your healthy, healthy boundaries of like, I can have these particular snacks in abundance because they don't affect me adversely. Like, just for me, carbohydrates are not something that I'm going to eat all the time. When I say that, I'm not talking about broccoli. I'm not talking about those types of carbohydrates. Even like when I say that, I'm not talking about almonds. I'm talking about you are eating um, some tortilla chips or you're eating potato chips or you are eating pasta or rice or uh, bread. And I'm gluten-free, so... If you didn't hear that other entry, I was talking about how my best friend, there was like cauliflower pizza and gluten-free bread. She did like these awesome grilled cheese sandwiches and it was just really good and I enjoyed it and it was awesome. I had that on that Saturday, but that Friday I also ate with my coworkers. I usually don't because they order out and I just like to bring my own stuff. Like, if I'm going to eat, if I'm not doing intermittent fasting at work, I like to bring my own stuff. Like, I'm bringing protein, and I'm a pescatarian, so that may look different for you. Like, if you're not a pescatarian and you eat regular forms of protein, then yours may look different. But, you know, I may bring, like, you know, boiled eggs or, you know, something like that, or, like, almonds, you know, different nuts, things like that. And then also, of course, my MCT powder. So here it is. Here's the subject. Let's jump forward to now. That was last weekend. It took my body that long to become fat adapted again. What I'm saying is if you live a kind of ketogenic lifestyle, you get what I'm saying. Basically, what I'm saying is when you don't eat lots of carbohydrates and you have healthy fats and you're eating healthy amounts of protein and your vegetables, your body get becomes fat adapted, which means like even if you did eat something different, your body is like, oh no, I got this. Like, or if you ate more of something, of, you know, like the regular things you're eating, your body's like, no, I'm good. I got this. Like, you're not going to gain weight. You're not going to whatever. 
I hope I'm making sense. Go look it up (laughs) if that's better for you. Like if this didn't make sense, what I just said, then go look it up. Um, And if I butchered it and paraphrased really badly, give me some grace. So what I'm trying to say is for me, because I don't eat carbohydrates all the time, my body, like it took a week, meaning till today, which is Sunday, to become like normal again. Normal as in where I want it to be, where it's it's not like a fluctuation of weight. And, you know, I'm just really excited because like I this is why you have to stay the course and know that you're OK, because I was like, no, I'm OK. Like, I'm good. I didn't do anything too outlandish. Like, I'm not off the rails. I'm not spiraling. Like, you have to ask yourself those honest questions. And I was still measuring myself plus getting on the scale. But I will tell you that the scale was saying that I was, like, a little bit higher. And then the next day I would say I'm a little bit higher, even though I had gone back to the way that I was eating before. So I just, you know, I was, like, going by my measurements and going, you know what, it's okay. And then some of you may not like hearing this, but I'm also on, like, my menstrual cycle right now. And so, but my body, it's it's wild. I'm learning that. So anyway, so the last two days I used olive oil, and I love olive oil. I just haven't used it in a while because I just keep having, like, my MCT powder stuff. So I was like, oh, I don't see the need to, you know, add that as well, you know, But like the last two days I've had olive oil and I haven't had it in a while. And my body dropped two pounds yesterday and dropped two pounds today, which it's not extra two pounds. It's like the two pounds that previously were mine before I ate carbohydrates. It was given back to me. So I was just like, yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Like it will come to a place where your body does go back to where it needs to be. But if you usually don't eat carbohydrates, that's just an honest thing. And not only that, if you usually don't eat lots of fruit, your body will have to come back to that place. But I will say, for me, I'm all over the place, but it's okay. I know you're following. You're jumping around with me. You're just like, pow, pow, you know, like a video game. You're jumping around with me. So I wanted to say that I knew in the past that when I had Granny Smith apples, and I've said this before to y'all, because I don't eat a lot of fruit. It's just not my thing, unless it's tomatoes or, you know, like little cherry tomatoes or um, berries. I usually am not going to eat fruit or unless it's grapefruit juice, grapefruit. Um, But I forgot that I love, love, love Granny Smith apples because people offer me apples all the time. And I'm like, no, thanks, because I don't like really sweet things. That's just how I'm wired. That's just how my taste buds are. Even saying it, I can like taste it. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, that's too sweet. But like uh, my bestie gave us some Granny Smith apples last weekend and I didn't eat it until Friday. And so It was so, I know this sounds so silly to people who are like, oh, I eat fruit all the time. Like, what are you talking about? I think you're hilarious and you make me laugh. And I wish you would say that to my face because I have friends who say that to my face and it's just funny, you know, like our coworkers who say that to my face. And it's just funny for me. Like, I don't feel offended. I'm like, you're right. Fruit shouldn't be that big of a deal. But for me and for my blood type and for my body type, um, I'm not going to go, yeah, but I don't really want to go eat a banana. Like if my body was like, hey, you need a banana right now, I would go eat it. Do you follow what I'm saying? 
if it's not like a craving, but it's like a legitimate, like your body is telling you you're lacking something. But I think that I get enough potassium and magnesium and all of these different things from other things. So, you know, because I've, I've, I take vitamins. I do, you know. So, and then I like the element salt. You thank you, my bestie. Uh, she introduced me to it, and her sister and her sister's boyfriend introduced it to her, I believe. So I like I like Element. It it helps me, you know, because I'm yeah, it helps me. So if you don't know about Element, I've mentioned it before. It's L M N T, and it's just a clever way to say that. But it's got like the sodium you need for your body, the magnesium, the potassium. It's great, and they have different types that you could you could get and it just tastes really good. So I have a whole bunch of that in my fridge. Like what I said before, because here's the thing, like I don't really crave sweet things. That's not my thing. I am more like, I usually need to add salt to my water and different things like that because I just love to drink water. But if you're just, and this is not for, to everyone because there are people who do not drink enough water. I love drinking large amounts of water. Okay. So therefore, and when I say large amounts of water, I'm saying like large amounts of water. If you're drinking like 32 ounces or 64 ounces, that's not considered a large amount of water to me. If you're drinking more than a hundred ounces of water a day, that's a large amount of water. So for me, I'm just saying, because the thing is, you're supposed to divide your body weight by 2.2. And even though I was a bigger weight before, I think I still kind of drink the same amount of water from the biggest weight I was, which you're supposed to divide your body weight by 2.2. And then that's how many ounces of water you should be drinking. So I hope that makes sense. I'm not a medical professional. I am not your physician. I am just a person sharing my experiences. So back to the fruit. The fruit, the heart of the matter is that I did have that Granny Smith apple on Friday. And it's just great for my, what's a metabolism? My metabolism. It's great for my metabolism. And it, my body is, it responds well. It's just like how my body responds well to grapefruit. And it's like how my body responds well to sodium. Whereas that is not the case for every other human, every other person. You may be like, no, my body actually needs me to have a banana and my body needs me to have this. If you know that, continue to do what's working, which will not increase fat, not just weight. As long as you're not gaining fat and you're, contain- you're continuing to maintain and do strength training with your muscle, Because the more you strengthen your muscle, the less, again, I'm not a medical professional, but my sister and I, we were talking about this. You don't want your bones and your body to deteriorate faster or quickly. And you want to be able to keep it at bay. Aging is natural. Aging is natural. There are some people who want to live forever in this world. I don't want to live forever in this world but I do want to be as healthy as possible while I'm in this world. So I hope that makes sense. I'm not trying to make things like a debate here. I'm just saying there are people who they want to live forever here on this earth. I do not. I just want to live in the most healthy 
way possible while I am here, while I exist. I am going to do my best to enjoy life, but I'm going to be as healthy as possible. Like I want my limbs and my joints and my organs to be like, I can run as fast as I need to, if I ever need to, like I can do this or lift this or help someone with this or catch this person because they're having a seizure or they're about to fall. Like I want to be able to do those things. Other people may not care care about those things, but I actually do. Um, I want to be able to help others with the strength that I'm given from my muscles. So I need to maintain my muscles. I'm just saying all these things, especially for women, we have to maintain strength training the older we get so that we can protect our bones from becoming more fragile. So that's a different story. Again, I'm not a medical professional and I'm not a physician, but I don't want osteoporosis I don't want my bones to deteriorate. Like, and here's the thing. There are forms of anti-aging. So I, even though I said I don't want to live forever on this earth, I just want to live well on this earth and, and in a mental state that's like extremely um, heightened and well. So how many times can I say well? This is about wellness, people. <laughs> mental health. I want to be able to help people with their memory to not move towards even things that are genetic, like Alzheimer's and dementia. Like I have a really strong memory and my brain is very powerful and heightened. And I want to help other people be able to get to that place where their brain can memorize certain things and, and be able to use it to help them and not start to deteriorate before it's time. So just like we were talking about, uh, telomeres, telomere, it's that whole thing, um, the analogy that's used that I did not come up with, and Thomas DeLauer did not come up with it. He also heard someone else say it, but it's like, imagine that your DNA has, like your DNA are shoelaces that have those caps on it. Your telomere, your telomeres are the caps that are holding your DNA together and helping it not unravel, cause you to age sooner than you should. So... All of that to say is there is this form of anti-aging that if you're taking care of your body in a certain way and your DNA, then those telomere, the telomeres, are actually causing you to look younger. I even did like a test at work. Like they had some test and there was a lot of stuff on there that I was like, wait, (laughs) you don't have all the information. Like this is not necessarily fully made for me. But it was like saying that I was you're roughly the age of 32 or it said something like ridiculous. It may have said 33, but the point is that's not my age. (laughs) And so it doesn't ask you your age at the beginning. So it was just like super cool. I was like, okay, you, because it's just because I'm, I do intermittent fasting and I live like a very ketogenic lifestyle as a pescatarian and gluten-free, the, the particular framework of that, health assessment kind of goes towards like the old school pyramid weird thing, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with the old school weird pyramid that somebody created that said, eat a whole bunch of grain, eat a whole bunch of carbohydrates, don't eat any fat at all. Like that doesn't work for my blood type. That doesn't work for my body. And I am a woman of color. If you're a person of color and you 
are having trouble with your weight, just know I am not a medical professional, but I am going to say this with some certainty. If you're a person of color, and I'm, you know that's across the board. I mean Middle Eastern. I mean Asia. I mean from South America. I mean Puerto Rico, Central America. I'm saying Africa. If you're a person of color anywhere on this planet and you are struggling with being able to maintain your weight, I would highly... Um, suggest, this is my opinion, but I'm just telling you that maybe, you know, cutting out some of the carbohydrates, the rice or the pasta or the whatever else that is a carbohydrate, cut it out for like a day or two days or a week or a month. And I'm telling you, you will see that your body responds beautifully And I'm blood type B, if that helps you. So if you're also my blood type, I am telling you, this is what works. Because even our blood type has a higher level of blood, not blood, sorry, duh, but has a higher level of sugar in our particular blood. If you read Dr. De Adamo's book, and I'm not saying his last name right, but I just really love saying it like that. But it's Peter uh, De Adamo, however it's spelled. Eat right for your blood type. You should look it up. You should look it up. Because he says some really cool things about like all the different blood types. And there's even certain traits that we have based on our blood type. I believe that stuff. You want to know why I believe that stuff? I have a friend who got an organ from another person. And she had never craved fried fish, fried foods. And guess what? That organ that she was given from another human who does not exist anymore, she now craves those very foods that that person always wanted. She wants to eat fried fish. Our organs are living. They live even after we're gone if we give our organs to someone else. So I'm just trying to tell you, like, our bodies, our organs are pretty powerful and incredible. And if we can learn how to use that, because I mean, seriously, y'all, I have friends who they are in remission or they're working through things that they didn't have control of, that their body thinks it's trying to protect them and it's fighting, they're fighting them, like fighting their cells and doing all sorts of crazy things because it thinks that it's helping because it thinks that it's like, It's like generating too much of this or taking too much of this or fighting the cells that are good. I'm I'm ranting now because I care about these things and I do not know all things. I am saying it to you guys. I do not know all things. (laughs) I am not omniscient. I think that's the right word. Um, Yeah, that's the right word. I am not all-knowing. But I do crave learning, but not just for the sake of obtaining knowledge, but so that I can help others, so that I can help others be well, because this is my wellness journey. And so I just wanted to say this out loud and talk to you guys about strengthening your muscles, also getting rest. Sleep is so huge. Not just sleep, but rest is so important in the wellness of our body and our spinal column. There's a guy, Sean Stevenson. He, 
actually had a really damaged spine and he started to figure out what do I need to eat to help my spine become better. This was when he was very young and his spine was deteriorating. And so he was like, what is the spine made up of? What do I need to? And he was like, it's not just calcium. Calcium's not the answer. So he did what he needed to do to fight for his body. And I have friends that they are not alive anymore and they were fighting for their body. So I'm not saying that you're not fighting. I'm just saying, hey, I want to be an advocate for you. I want to be an encouragement to you that whatever form of wellness, even if your body is kicking your butt in another way, well, let's figure out how to do this over here. There are certain things we cannot control, but the things that we can kind of rein in and, and pull in. There's an artist that I love, Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine. If we could just like pull the reins on stuff. I, the reason why I bring her up is because she's like, she's always tried to fight against this thing that, you know, she's so intense and all these things. I'm not going to say it the way she said it because I didn't feel, fully feel, feel like I want that in my life, what she said. But I'm going to paraphrase and reuse it in a different way. But if you could, like, put some reins or lasso the thing that's trying to crush you and break you, if you use that and, like, make it a chariot almost, like, hey, tell it, to, tell it what to do, then, you know, maybe you can, you know, succeed with certain things, even if you can't control other things. Now I'm rambling. But I wanted to share that I lost four pounds over the last two days. Four pounds that were already mine because I was measuring my body and seeing that it wasn't a drastic thing. But the scale going up does kind of freak you out, especially if you've done all the work to maintain and to have vision. Like, you don't want to just throw everything away, you know, for what? So all that to say is if you do decide to eat carbohydrates and you usually do not eat them, I just need you to know that for me, it took an entire week to become uh, fat adapted, meaning back to where my body is like, hey, you're fine. You're eating what you eat, what you usually eat. I, I believe you. I see that you're doing what you usually do. I'm cool with that. You're giving me what I need. I'm cool with that. I'm not going to hold water. I'm not going to, like, hold fat. I'm not (laughs) going to hold it against you, so to speak. So just know, like, (laughs) Thomas DeLauer talks about this a lot. Some people, he just says, like, because especially if you're trying to live a ketogenic lifestyle and you eat carbohydrates, just know that it may take longer for your body to bounce back. Like, and I'm 39, so I just needed to tell you all that. Like, if you're younger, I don't know. Because some young people, it's still harder for them to lose. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to say, hey, if you're younger, younger, hey, it'll be way easier for you to lose that weight again. I don't know why I'm sounding like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> but I'm just trying to say that it doesn't matter what age you are. If you are starting to eat carbohydrates and you usually don't and you usually have like a very ketogenic lifestyle or it doesn't even have to be that you're being ketogenic. It's just that you don't eat carbohydrates a lot because it helps your body maintain a healthy weight and the weight parameter that you want. Then just know that for each person, it's going to be different. My body told me, hey, if you eat carbohydrates, that's fine. But just know it's going to take like a week 
for you to bounce back to where you were. And I think it's also because I had carbohydrates on that Friday with my coworkers. And then I had carbohydrates on that Saturday. But you can't become crazy. Like, no, I seriously, like last week, I had some moments in my brain where that became a bit of a focus of like, how can I fix this? But then I was like, stop it. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't mess up. You're not messing up. And it was good that I told myself that, you know, because some people, when they see that, that's when they spiral and they just throw everything away and they give up. Without vision, you cast off restraints. Don't cast off restraints because you feel like you're spiraling like, or that your weight is spiraling, even if you're not spiraling, and then your weight spiraling is making you spiral. Because guess what? That weight goes away again. If you're doing what you usually do, and you're not living, you know, like what I said, like if you, because I really feel like if I had only eaten carbohydrates on one of those days, my body would have been like, okay, I don't remember that you ate them because you didn't do that all the time. But I did it two days back to back. I try not to do stuff like that. I'm really big in the whole like, you know, calories in, calories out, not over the day, but what you're doing over a week and over a month. Because that's something that Thomas DeLauer also talks about. I believe Dr. Eric Berg talks about that. Calories in, calories out shouldn't be something that you worry about but it should be something that you assess over a week or a month, not just the today. Like, oh, my weight is this today. It's like, no, what is your weight over a span of a week? You know, because if I eat a lot of something one day, the next day I may not feel as hungry in the morning, you know? So I may eat a little bit later. I may push my fasting window, or I may drink more tea, or I may eat more vegetables. You know, it may be something like that. So this didn't need to be that long. I've repeated myself so many times, and this may help some people, like the repetition. I love repetition. It's really good for the brain, actually. When you repeat helpful things, your brain will want to retain them. So I hope you're able to retain and sift through and take what works for you and helps you. I think we did touch on all the things that I wanted to share But I literally said, oh, my freaking amazing God. (laughs) Like, I said that out loud. I was, like, thanking God. Because I was, like, I didn't see that coming. Like, you know what I mean? You just learn to be grateful where you are. And here's the thing. uh, Razelle Lamb, she talks about it. She's, like, if you end up in a new um, window, meaning if you've eaten certain things and your body starts to create a new you know, window for you, like you got to just be okay with that. Like if you have to stay in a new weight range and even though you made this really great goal, but for some reason your body is now in a different range, you need to stop trying to force yourself to get back down to that other weight, like in an unhealthy way is what I mean. And I believe that's what she was meaning. So I just like accepted the fact like, Hey, You know, because I didn't know it would take a week after eating carbohydrates to be able to be back to where I need to be. So I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked because I know tomorrow it's going to do the same thing. (laughs) Like, it's just like, it's okay. You're okay. As long as you're not like spiraling, like don't eat secretly. (laughs) Don't go secretly eat things because you feel sad or mad or depressed or alone Tell someone you feel alone. 
Tell someone you feel sad. Tell someone that you feel these things. Tell someone that you're just angry or that you're scared. Tell someone. Because if someone's actually listening to you, someone actually cares, it's like that will fill that, that spot in you that wants to overindulge. Is this okay to have certain things? But if you're the type of person who it's like consuming you to eat things, like when I go in the store, like I intentionally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a whole bunch of almonds because I'll eat a lot of them if that's what, you know, because I'm not here saying, hey, I'm perfect and I eat perfect portions and I blah, blah, blah. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't even like count calories. Even though I said calories in, calories out, I don't count calories. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to like use the scooper and scoop out some more almonds. Oh, I'm going to scoop out more mixed nuts. But also you have to understand I'm a pescatarian and gluten-free. So if you're eating a steak, I feel like maybe you shouldn't also be scooping out big things of (laughs) nuts as well, uh, you know, if you're eating carbohydrates as well. Because like if you're eating like a sweet potato or a little portion of rice with your meal, just know that maybe you shouldn't do the almonds at the same time too, you know? So you have to remember I'm doing like eggs or I'm doing fish or I'm doing dairy, you know, that those are things that I'm eating with my vegetables, So just know that those nuts also are a part of the form of protein that I'm eating. So this is very long. Again, this is probably the fourth time I've said it. Like, I feel like somebody could do a wonderfully funny parody of me. And I'd be saying, you're awesome. I'd be (laughs) repeating things. (laughs) They'd put it on a loop. They'd be like, this is what she said. And then they put a little auto tune on it. (laughs) But I just wanted y'all to know I believe in you and I hope you're well. Please sift through anything that I've said. Please discuss it with your physician or your medical professional and see what they think about that for you. But I still incorporate intermittent fasting. Even one of my coworkers, she's super amazing. She and I, we're going to do a fast this upcoming week together because we love the idea of autophagy. Autophagy, like it is definitely an anti-aging property. It, you can Google it. It's just like the recycling of old or dead cells so that the new cells have space and all of that kind of stuff. And it just like keeps you young and fresh and youthful. So she said she was going to do it. And I was like, hey, please tell me when I will join you. <laughs> like I will do it with you because it's just good to do that. I said I haven't done like um, one of those fasts in a long time where it's like an all day fast. But there's a book called Eat, Stop, Eat, and I can't remember the author, but something that is said in the book is like, don't, after you fast a full day, just because it's for the wellness, for your mental health, not just, and it keeps you lean in your stomach, your abdomen area when you do fasting like that. But I've also heard that Anything over 72 hours is not necessarily helpful. We're not doing 72 hours. And when you sleep, you count your sleep. So you see what I'm saying? So it's not that. Anyway, a 24-hour fast is not that big of a deal. But in Eat, Stop, Eat, they were saying how for people who, who, who are doing that, you need to the next day realize, hey, just act like it's a regular day. 
don't feel like, oh, I deprived myself the day before. I didn't eat anything, so I'm going to eat more. It's like, no, go have some hot tea and eat how you were eating before. It's, it's really good. It really help, it's really helpful. Um, so thank you for letting me share these things. I hope you have a wonderful day. You will definitely hear about how our 24-hour fast went because um, we're going to do it sometime next week. And yeah, that's that. Yay. Thank you for listening.